Well, good day, everybody. Pastor Tim Carson here, Christian Center Report. Daily Podcast Special, and today is Thanksgiving in America. We're so thankful. So we're going to share with you the history of our forefathers who cried out to God and gave thanks to Him in the very beginnings of our nation. And that's our prayers that we get back to that. You and the nations enjoy this as well. Like how life never stops changing, but some things never change. So fill your plate and fill your drink and fill this house with family. The kind of love that all these years can't wash away. Cause the older that I get, I see that life is short and bittersweet. Thank God for this Thanksgiving day. Well, we are enjoying our day. Uh, and for you guys that are in the nations, please indulge us today. Uh, this is a history of America that we started this many years ago. And today, the Thursday, the 23rd day of November, 2023, we're celebrating it again. It was a day that our first president started celebrating. It later grew uh, to our 16th president. President Abraham Lincoln made another declaration, proclamation, and this was our cry for America to get back to its very beginnings. I want you to listen to the language of our forefathers and where they were and the whole battle now of separation of church and state. It's not really a battle. They're trying to create one. And if you'll listen to it, our nation was birthed in its desperation and its cry and thankfulness to the Lord God, the creator of all heaven and earth. So here I'm going to play the first one, which is uh, President Washington's declaration. Obviously, they didn't record it. Somebody uh, read it. But uh, listen to this and listen to the heart cry of our nation from the very beginning. By the President of the United States of America, a proclamation. Whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God to obey his will, to be grateful for his benefits, and humbly to implore his protection and favor. And whereas both houses of Congress have by their joint committee requested me, quote, to recommend to the people of the United States a day of public thanksgiving and prayer to be observed by acknowledging with grateful hearts the many signal favors of Almighty God, especially by affording them an opportunity peaceably to establish a form of government for their safety and happiness. Now, therefore, I do recommend and assign Thursday, the 26th day of November next, to be devoted by the people of these states to the service of that great and glorious being who is the beneficent author of all good that was, that is, or that will be, that we may then all unite in rendering unto him our sincere and humble thanks for his kind care and protection of the people of this country previous to their becoming a nation, for the signal and manifold mercies and the favorable interpositions of his providence, which we experienced in the course and conclusion of the late war, 
for the great degree of tranquility, union, and plenty which we have since enjoyed, for the peaceable and rational manner in which we have been enabled to establish constitutions of government for our safety and happiness, and particularly the national one now lately instituted, for the civil and religious liberty with which we are blessed, and the means we have of acquiring and diffusing useful knowledge, and, in general, for all the great and various favors which he hath been pleased to confer upon us. And also, that we may then unite in most humbly offering our prayers and supplications to the great Lord and ruler of nations, and beseech him to pardon our national and other transgressions, to enable us all, whether in public or private stations, to perform our several and relative duties properly and punctually, to render our national government a blessing to all the people by constantly being a government of wise, just, and constitutional laws discreetly and faithfully executed and obeyed, to protect and guide all sovereigns and nations, especially such as have shown kindness to us, and to bless them with good government, peace, and concord, to promote the knowledge and practice of true religion and virtue and the increase of science among them and us, and generally to grant unto all mankind such a degree of temporal prosperity as he alone knows to be best. Isn't that amazing? He gives thanks to the Lord, repents for the sins of a nation, asks God, the creator of all, to come and bless our nation, bless the states, bless everybody. The eloquence, obviously, they were uh, highly educated at that time. Uh, it was very common for the people, even the prairies, to be reading the classics and to be very educated at that time. We've actually gone downhill. We've dumbed down our education through the years. But nonetheless, these guys, these men, these women, believed that the only reason we could be here was because of the Lord, and the only way we could remain would be for his providence to come and be with our land. Now, President Lincoln also made a declaration. I shared it Sunday, but it's worth listening to again, listening again, and I think you'll enjoy this one as well. The Thanksgiving Proclamation by Abraham Lincoln, Washington, D.C., October 3rd, 1863. The year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties, which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, others have been added, which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and to provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all nations. Order has been maintained. The laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere, except in the theater of military conflict, while that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union. 
needful diversions of wealth and of strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow, the shuttle, or ship. The axe has enlarged the borders of our settlements, and the mines, as well as iron and coal, as of the precious metals, have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore. Population has steadily increased, notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp, the siege in the battlefield, and the country, rejoicing in the consciousness of augmented strength and vigor, is permitted to expect continuance of years with large increase of freedom. No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States, and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands, to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him for such singular deliverances and blessings, they do also with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience, commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged, and fervently implore the interposition of the Almighty Hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent with the divine purposes to the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. In testimony whereof, I have hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed. Oh, I think of the Galatians scripture when it says there, Oh, who has betwitched you? Who has led you astray? Uh, for us as an American, as an American, that statement and those statements is what reminds us of where we began and encourages us to continue the fight. Just like as a kingdom person, we always desire to go back to the garden before the fall and restore the ancient ruins, the breaches that have been created through sin and uh, the effects of war and hatred toward one another. <clears throat> and here you are, we are at the same place trying to do it all over again. And I'm so thankful that the Lord is the one who can restore all things. So when you hear these speeches, these proclamations, you just think, God, where did we go astray? And we have drifted. Why does the love of many wax cold? And there's many reasons. Obviously, the enemy has fought. Our education systems have deteriorated and begin to not teach these things. The very things that these men just decreed, these two presidents decreed, was common to be taught in schools at a young age. I am an example of that. I was obviously born in 1960, but uh, 
I went through school. I graduated high school in 78. I'd say around 1973, 74, I uh, started seeing those, those habits change. That's when they took prayer out of school. But prior to that, this story, these stories that you just heard, these declarations was common for us. We learned it in civics class. We learned it in history class. Today, that's not taught. Uh, they don't teach these things. Many of them don't even know the history of how godly our forefathers were. We would pray uh, every day at my school. Uh, we prayed. I can remember in elementary school that the teacher would lead the prayer. Uh, when I got older, middle school and high school, technology was a little bit more advanced, and uh, we would have it over the intercom system. Each room had a speaker, and somebody in the uh, principal's office would be praying each morning. But nonetheless, we were praying, praying for the students, praying for the teachers, and always praying for the nation. Every morning, we pledged our allegiance to the flag. We honored what our forefathers had done and our warriors had done to make sure that we were a free nation. We did not forget. And I want to say that to a nation that forgets, you're doomed to repeat what happened before, which is war and disaster, and to be adrift away from the Creator, the one who made our nations what they are today. And if there's any good in them, He did it. And I think these presidents clearly stated that. And on this Thanksgiving Day, wherever you are, you know, we're having meal, we eat turkey and uh, other things today just to honor that because of the pilgrims, as they celebrated with the Native Americans at that time, a, a tribe came and they celebrated a great harvest year. It was a picture of the Feast of Tabernacles. That's kind of where the idea of Thanksgiving came from, a celebration of provision in a difficult time, a difficult land, as these new immigrants had come here, uh, not knowing the land, and the Native Americans helped them, and they worked together. Unfortunately, that deteriorated later, and, and war uh, broke out. But prior to that, they agreed that they could both work the land, work together, and make it prosper. And that they wanted to give thanks for. The Horn of Plenty, as you've seen it, the, the basket with all the, the fruits and vegetables and everything, the plenty, that's what we're praying for today, for you and for our nation, as well as the nations of the earth. Will you join us today in celebrating our Thanksgiving Day? It's my favorite holiday by far, because it's just a day to give thanks, to be with family, to eat, to be have provision, and to thank God. Look what Abraham Lincoln did. In the midst of a war, he gave thanks. Uh, Washington, General Washington, gave thanks right after a Revolutionary War. This is very important. We give thanks not just in the good times, but also in the difficult times. As Jesus gave thanks when provision wasn't there, when he gave thanks the night he was betrayed. Let us give thanks today for our family, for our friends, for provision, for the life that grows on, that the goodness of God still is dwelling in the land. May you be blessed. I bless you from Louisiana. Your family, your home, your business, whatever you're doing, your nation, I just bless you with the love of God, with the thanksgiving that comes from Him alone. In the name of Yeshua, amen and amen. Well, God bless you. Come tomorrow for our Supernatural Friday. Thanks again. We start a whole nother series of releasing prophetic words from the Lord as we enter this new season. Do not be discouraged. Be encouraged, for the Lord is mighty and he's on the move. 
Thanks for following us. It's a special week. It's our Thanksgiving week, and we're giving thanks to God all week. And thank you for being a part of this. And check out all our stuff on our app, or you can go to our website, ChristianCenterReport.com. All right, God bless you. See you tomorrow.